I'm your host, Lou Piccolo, and with this podcast, I'll be helping you create connections and build respectful relationships with your readers so you can promote yourself authentically and sell your work effectively. I want to show you that creating an author brand, managing your social media presence, designing and running an author newsletter, and marketing your work doesn't have to be overwhelming, uncomfortable, or time-consuming. And in fact, it can actually be a lot of fun. Don't believe me? Stick around, you'll see. In episode one of Kidlet Marketing Made Easier, we looked at what marketing is, what the difference is between marketing and selling, and how you are actually serving your readers and not annoying them by marketing yourself and your writing. If you listen to that episode, you'll know that one definition of marketing is simply connecting with people who like the same things you do. If you haven't listened to that episode, take some time to do so, because understanding what marketing is, is essential to cultivating a positive mindset toward the tasks you'll be doing when you're marketing. It can really make the difference between you feeling uncomfortable and hating every minute of it, to you actually looking forward to it and having fun. I promise that's true. Now today, we'll be focusing on three practical steps you can take to start your marketing journey. These three steps are important because they define the base of your marketing strategy. But before we jump in, I'd like to talk about how important it is to have this base before you begin marketing and why it's important. Now, if you're a children's author who's new to marketing, it can become very overwhelming very quickly. And the reason for this is because the Kidlet community is a very engaged one on social media, and there are a lot of websites, organizations, contests, groups, and memberships where everyone congregates and shares information. It's also a small community, and if you've been a part of it for a while, you'll start to recognize names and get to know other authors fairly quickly. While it's great to have such a cozy community of like-minded people to speak to and learn from, everyone in that community is at a different place in their author journey. What's working in terms of marketing for one person may not work for another because of the different children's book categories they write in. For example, one may write middle grade while the other writes picture books. If they write nonfiction as opposed to fiction, if they're traditionally published or self-published, and if they're well-known or a newbie. And because of all these variables, you can't blindly follow what someone else is doing to market themselves and their book because you see that what they're doing is working well for them and hope that it will work for you too. So you need a base that is tailored to you, the category of kidlet you write in and your specific journey. What does this base look like? Well, it involves taking the three practical steps we'll be talking about in this episode and applying them to yourself without looking at all the things that all the other people out there are doing. The first step in your marketing strategy is to define who you'll be speaking to when you market your books. In Kidlet, you have to remember that children don't buy their books. Their parents, teachers, and librarians do. So basically, you have two groups of people in your target audience to keep in mind compared to all other authors out there. Your ideal customer is the first one, and they are the adults in your readers' lives. And your ideal reader is the second one, who are the children reading your books. This can be different in young adult fiction, though, especially the upper end of the category where readers are 16 or 17 and might be buying their own books, making them both your ideal customer and your ideal reader at the same time. So all children's authors won't be speaking to the same customers when they market their work, but they'll all be asking themselves the same questions to define who their ideal customer or reader is. Now, for this first step, you need to get down and dirty. 
it's not enough to have a vague idea of who your ideal customer is because then you'll only have a vague idea of what to say to them. Imagine that you're at a party with someone the host has carefully chosen to introduce you to because they enjoy the same sports as you and have the same breed of dog as you. And then the host leaves you together. What do you do? I know what I'd do. (laughs) I'd ask about their dog. And that's me. I have loads of stories to tell about my golden retriever. And I know that I can hold up my end of the conversation for hours if I have to talk about her. I also know that if this person is anything like me, they'd want to speak for hours about their Goldie too. But now imagine that your host absentmindedly introduces you to someone who just happens to be passing by without telling you anything about that person other than their name. What do you do? Maybe you ask how they know the host or you stand there awkwardly and wait for them to say something while they look over your shoulder. Then you both start talking at the same time and then both stop and invite the other to continue. Awkward. It's tough trying to connect with someone you know nothing about, isn't it? So how do you define your ideal reader and your ideal customer? With Kidlet, you automatically know the age range of your ideal reader because it depends on the category of book you've chosen to write for. For board books, the age range is zero to two. For picture books, it's three to eight. Chapter books, six to nine. Middle grade, eight to 12. And young adult, 13 to 17. But you still need to know the exact age of your ideal reader within that category because there is a vast developmental and cognitive difference between, for example, a three-year-old and an eight-year-old who both fall into the picture book category. And once you have a handle on your ideal reader, then you have to think about the gatekeeper they're attached to, which is your ideal customer. While a specific child might love the idea of your book, you also need to know who their parent, teacher, or librarian is who'll be buying your book. What's important to them when choosing a book for your ideal reader? Are they looking for educational or entertainment value? Do they think children need to be challenged or mollycoddled? How do they choose books to buy? Do they ask the child in their lives what they want Or do they decide for themselves? Now, once you've defined who your ideal reader and customer is, your second step is to think about the social media platform you'll be using to connect to that customer. As a kidlet author, the chances are you won't be speaking directly to the children reading your books on social media. You'll be speaking to their caretakers, so their parents, their teachers, or their librarians. This means you need to find out where these people spend their time online. Do parents prefer X or Facebook? Do they watch TikTok videos or Instagram reels? Are librarians fans of Bookstagram or BookTok? Once you've found them online, you're golden, right? Mm, Not yet. (laughs) And the reason for this is because you have to ask yourself whether the platform they hang out on is one you'll be comfortable marketing on. If you find that your ideal customer is mostly on TikTok, but you don't enjoy the platform, then you need to choose one you do enjoy. That may sound counterintuitive, but if you have fun on Instagram and enjoy your marketing there, your message will shine brighter and for longer and will make more of an impact and be more successful with a smaller audience than if you market to a bigger audience on TikTok with a dull, half-hearted message that doesn't engage anyone, least of all yourself. Last, the third step in your marketing strategy base is to have a clear idea about what your goal is in marketing. Why are you marketing? Is it to sell as many books as possible in a year? How many books does that mean? 
maybe selling 500 books in 12 months is important to you. And maybe selling 1000 books is important to somebody else. Or maybe you don't want to sell anything yet because you're still writing your book, but you want to start building an audience now. How many followers would you like to get on your chosen social media platform? And how many subscribers do you want on your email list? Why is it important to define your goal? Well, quite simply, if you don't know what you're aiming for, how are you going to know when you get there? How will you measure the progress you've made? And how will you know what your next step needs to be? So, to sum up, the reason you need to take these three steps seriously is because they form the base of your marketing strategy. They'll define who you need to be speaking to, where, and why. And without defining these steps, you'll be wandering aimlessly, speaking to everyone everywhere, and getting nowhere. The three steps are figure out who your ideal reader and customer is. Figure out which social media platform you'll be using to connect with your ideal customer. Figure out what your goal is in marketing to your ideal customer. And now it's time for your marketing mission. If you choose to accept it, of course. Take a pen and paper and think about who your ideal reader and customer are. You need to do this for the children who will be reading your books and for the adults who will be buying them for those children. This is easier to do if you can imagine one specific person. Then, if you don't already know, do some research on social media and choose just one platform to focus on. Make the choice today. Last, get very honest with yourself about your goals. You need to know what you're aiming for, so write it down in a clear sentence. Don't be shy. If you want to become the go-to name for middle grade verse novels, write it down and shoot for the stars. And that's all I have for you today on Kidlit Marketing Made Easier. Next time, I'll be taking a look at how marketing children's literature is different to marketing other types of literature and how this actually gives you more options to connect with people and build authentic relationships. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, head over there and let's connect. My handle is at lou.piccolo underscore editor. I'll put that into the show notes where you'll also find a link to my website. Thank you for spending your precious writing time with me, Lou Piccolo at Kidlit Marketing Made Easier. I'm excited that you're growing your audience and I'm honored to be a part of that growth. Would you leave a review? Just scroll down to the bottom of the episode, hit the stars and write a comment about how this episode has helped you, which helps the podcast get seen by other writers. Thank you for being here and I'll see you next time.